Formula E was back with round seven and eight in Berlin at the Tempelhof Airport. I have all the highlights and points coming out of it for you next. Now, everybody it was great to see Formula E back on the track this week. It took several, you know, weeks off, and everyone knows, you know, a lot of that Formula stuff. You know, I really dig and I'm behind, and the racing with the new car and tire and all that has been much better this year and the overtakes and passes have been through the roof. And I feel that they definitely delivered in Berlin and it was really cool. Again, the history of the Tempelhof airport there where they built the circuit and seeing the racing there and all that, just because the history was again, fantastic. Again, if you know anything about, you know, history of world war two, all that, like that was just not history, just that, you know, everything that happened there, but the airport seeing that the track, they built a great one there. Yeah, and they do that a lot. You know, like they built that there. They had the docks in Brooklyn that they did last year. Like they built a lot of these really cool tracks and Templehof Airport was just another one to put on there. Had a lot of great racing over the two days. A lot of overtakes. There was a whole bunch of wrecks in there, which was, yeah, I didn't expect as many, I guess, even though there have been, yeah, look at Sao Paulo and all that. I mean, they have happened, but didn't expect to see it. You know, as much as we did, and there was probably the dumbest environmental protest I might have possibly ever seen in my entire life because they were at a Formula E race protesting everything. And that was on the second day of racing, delayed the start of round eight, like really dumb. But I'll get to all of that later when we actually, you know, get to that point, but Damn, it showed how stupid most of these people really are. Because this one, I just, I could understand. Like, okay, well, it's dumb, but it makes sense. This one, don't get it. Don't understand. So, not the brightest in the world here, shall we say. But round seven with 40 scheduled laps got pushed to 43 because of safety cars. Because, you know, again, there were a lot of incidents on track. Car parts flying everywhere. So, I like that, you know, they add the time to the race just to get, you know, a full experience in for everyone involved, you know, teams, drivers, sponsors, fans, like all of it. I always like that got pushed to 43, you know, from the 40. So they gave us three extra, not a bad deal. Wemmy was on pole with bird second Stuffel Van Dorn third. It was good to see him get another good start again, defending champion. You want to see him come back and do good. Yeah. You don't, even if he switches teams and all that, you know, it's good to see the champion come back. And be competitive, so it's good to see him back up there, you know, after the way the season started. And, you know, it was kind of interesting because it was this these races were kind of treated like Sao Paulo, how no one wanted to be in the lead because, you know, a lot of draft could be, you know, taken advantage of from the cars or slipstream, as they call them, but it could be, you know, taken advantage of the people behind so they could lift more and save more battery because the person up front is dragging them all, and there's been a few races like that so far with the new car and all that, especially, again, Sao Paulo and now in Berlin, where that way, again, temperatures and stuff like that also play a factor, but it is really the weirdest thing when you're watching the race and everyone's going out of their way to not be, you know, in the lead just because it saves power so they can make it to the end. So that puts a whole lot of extra strategy in there that you don't see in a bunch of races. And I like that. There's a lot of contact, a lot of wrecks throughout the race as well, which sucks. Rast and Set Kamara, 
or the first caution of the day, ticked him, just straight up ran Van Dorn into the wall then both their days. I'm not sure he knew that Stoffel was making the move on the outside, but Stoffel was way, way there. And you just drove him straight into it, which absolutely sucked. I mean, I would have been pissed if that happened. Try to find the replay. He just drove him into the wall. That sucked. Um, and then Jake Dennis later spun, slid, whatever you want to call it himself out. And he ended up going across the nose of DaCosta, which you know ended up ending DaCosta's, you know, day. And that sucks. I mean, it was kind of rem- reminisce of the Supercross race. RJ Hampshire just came shooting sideways as could be and ran into Jet Lawrence there at the end of the 250 East-West showdown race. Except he got, you know, Jet got to keep going this time. He just sideways took his nose off again weird that one was weird i've seen a lot of wrecks in this thing that one i mean to see someone in supercross and then formula e do the same thing is kind of you know strange but bad way to have your day end too but i mean at least you know you did nothing wrong and he was on the brim he was trying he just went in there way too hard and gone he went so sucks to see that for him but overall not a bad day for the Costa, all things considered, even though he's one of the four people that didn't finish, you know, at least it wasn't because you were non-competitive or you did something stupid. I mean, that would piss me off. I mean, I'd be mad if I was a driver and something like that happened, but that's a freak thing. I'd rather that than just to have a terrible car. You can't compete. So that's the way I look at it, the hindsight of it all. But you know, otherwise, good day of racing. If you take, you know, all things considered, there are people that made all kinds of passes. Yeah. Double digits move their way up and down through the field. People were coming and going all the time. And again, they have to go into the loop. You have to go wide in the turn to get, you know, the extra power zone. Everyone has to hit it. So people pass each other a lot more there. But even with that not considered, there were people making a lot of passes, which is a big improvement over last season. So I will say so far, you know, B plus on the new car and all that, because we are seeing a lot more of it. But, you know, only time will tell. It's still early results of the race though mitch evans got first sandberg second maxi gunther third jaguar tcs getting both first and second that one so a good day for the jaguar guys we also had buemi in fourth cassidy fifth pascal verline point leading pascal verline at that sixth john eric Vern seventh lauder eighth mortara ninth and roland rounding out the top 10 and then did not finish dan tictum goes on to that list again just ran Van Dorn right into the wall, ended his day. So there he is, JQ, Stoffel Van Dorn, and again, Antonio Felix DaCosta, who you know, just wrong place, wrong time, weird luck. And it took him out, but that's the one I'd be okay with. Someone just straight running me into the wall. I'd probably actually really... That's one of the ones that would piss me off a lot worse, just getting just boomed for no damn reason. So it sucks, but still not bad. Then we get to round eight, 40 scheduled laps, went 40 laps. Robert Freen's on pole for AB2 Cupra, and his teammate Nico Muller was second. And the team came into the weekend with no points. They didn't leave without any points, which is great to see them all have them. Now, you know, that being said, did it last up front? No. But is it good to see them get it? Yes. You know, finally, yeah, everyone, you know, they have points. All drivers got it. They were on the front row. Granted, there was rain during it all, but they still got up there. They showed what they could do. And just that little bit can give you, you know, a lot more confidence in yourself, your abilities, and the vehicle that you're in and make a great difference in it. So 
That was really cool to see. The protesters jumped on the track at the beginning and delayed the start. And on this days, there are a bunch of jackasses. They get up there, they sit on the grid in front cars so they can't start it. And their environmentalist group, like, protesting this at a Formula E race. Maybe it's because they couldn't get anywhere else. And they had to go to Berlin to do this. But Formula E, like your environmentalist group, protesting at a Formula E race where they've been running for seven years now with no emissions while they're doing all this at all. Like seven years, I believe it is now. Like that's what you choose to protest. The people that are actually doing something for the environment in the world of racing, like real something, no emissions there. Yeah, with all that, the cars and the racing and all that, like, and you go after them. Like that is just, they're actually at least doing something for it. I'm guessing it's because there's nothing else going on, but you know, I found that to be kind of dumb. I have all the things I could protest. You go to Formula E when you're an environmental group and Formula E is actually doing something, you know, with the racing, not burning off fuel or any of that while they're racing. So, you know, can't win them all. I really think that they just <laughs> needed somewhere to go. So they picked that, but that was kind of dumb, but we did see Lauder, Boemi and Mortara get damaged in the race. Everyone, Finished though, so all 22 people started and finished the race, which you don't get to see very often. So that was a really good change of pace. Nick Cassidy got the win after finishing fifth on the first day. Jake Dennis was second, which is a good turnaround from how the first day went for him. And then Jean-Eric Verne got third, rounded out the podium. And again, better than the seventh from the day before in round seven. So Really good to see. Uh, again, Muller got ABT Cooper the first points there. Season finishing ninth, so now everyone all the way down the list has points for the drivers, except for dead last and 23rd, which doesn't run all the races. So he's down there for that, but everyone finished. That's something I don't think I've actually ever seen in LVF. You know, Formula E races that I've seen, and, and you don't get to see that really in any form of motorsport, F1, any of the Fs, the W Series before, NASCAR, like it's very IndyCar. Hell, even NHRA, people, you know, blowing motors and stuff and can't get back. Like, you don't see it very often. MotoGP, uh, Supercross, doesn't happen. So that's really cool to get them to see it finally do that. And again, I really like the track. I like the new car. Uh, they got to you know, figure out something on those hot days and all that. You know, people don't want to lead just because they don't want to be pulling everyone so they could save energy and make it to the end. You know, that does have to suck. And, you know, no matter what, everyone's trying not to be first which I think makes it weird, but you know, I'll figure something out and it just puts more strategy into it. But you know, I wish there was, you know, less of, you know, that, but it's formula racing. So it's not like they're going to be side by side all the time. It just doesn't work that way. Just like IndyCar. So it is what it is. Good weekend though. Good track and seeing temple off airport and being used for something like that is really cool. And don't be an idiot and jump onto racetracks and port protest especially when you're an environmentalist group processing Formula E, which again is actually trying to do something and it doesn't blow through anywhere near as many missions as everyone else out there. It's just dumb, but to each their own, what the hell do I know? Points going out of it. Pascal Verline still first, but his lead is much lower because Nick Cassidy is second, only four behind. John Eric Verne is third at 19 behind. And defending champion Stoffel Van Dorn is 11th at minus 74. A big gap, but at least he's getting points now because he didn't look really hot at the beginning of the season. So at least he's progressing and getting points. Uh, and everyone, why do you mention him? Defending champion. Like, Got to mention him in points. There's the top three, and here's the guy that won last year what he's doing. Just seems fair to do it that way, but good racing. And I really, hopefully you guys, yeah, 
check it out before the season's over because you know we got a couple more months of it but you know find it search you know hit it set it to record you know watch one of them see what you think i think that it puts on great racing and this new car is a vast improvement just year to year with overtakes and all that but that's where i'm going to leave it uh thanks for checking it out don't forget snowcross one is coming as well around 15 in dubuque iowa around 16 not there because it didn't air they ended up re-airing deadwood for some reason where it said it was around 16 but these things happen but that one is coming so be on the lookout for that check out the rest of the library they're all there you know it's appreciated you know between apple spotify spotify for podcasters iHeartRadio, amazon music youtube rumble they're all there so make sure you find them check them out check out the Substack at the same name share the hell out of all of that because you guys doing that is the most help it could be and it saves me from giving money to facebook or any of those other scumbags who tend to not help me out check out the socials racing with jess rosinski ever works for tiktok and twitter which is racing rosinski so, you know, Instagram page is up and going out too. Check out all of that. Share everything. Get it to your friends. I appreciate y'all. And be right for Snowcross. Peace.